0: that if you're willing to change your mind you can totally change your life so are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free let's do this hey guys welcome to the Karen Kenny show <laughs> episode 98 can you? I was just about to say really bad words, like right out of the gate, potty mouth central. <laughs> I was about to say, can you, motherfuckers, believe episode ninety eight? You guys, we are like just a couple of episodes away from uh, the magic number one hundred, which is wicked exciting. So just thank you so much for being here with me today. Um, you want to know what this sucker is called? Episode ninety eight. Check this out. It's called the universe. Can't get behind wishy-washy. <laughs> oh, I crack myself up. So this is something I say to my clients all the time. So it's a nicer version of what my stepfather used to say to me as a kid, which we'll get into in a minute. But I always say to people, look, the universe can't get behind wishy-washy. And let me tell you what I mean by that. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a little, but like pull up, pull up your chairs, boys and girls. <laughs> Auntie KK is going to tell a little story. All right. So um, one day, so, the, so I talk to myself a lot. Okay. I, I am up here. You know, if you watch this show rather than listen to it, then you can see behind me like I, this is my creative space. This is my writing office. This is my office office. Like this is where the magic happens. Magic and miracles happen here. Um, so I'm up here a lot, like by myself, sometimes with Toby pajamas, sometimes my sweetie comes up and visits me. <laughs> but I spend a lot a lot of time by myself, uh, which means I talk to myself a lot. Anybody else, double Men hands, you know what I'm talking about. So me, I always say, you know, it's so interesting when my friends are like, Uh, if we are, if we're together or if I have an appointment and they're like, Hey, I'm running a few minutes late. Um, so you can, I always go, Hey, Hey, don't stress about it. I am totally self entertaining. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) As you can tell, if you listen to this show, I'm totally self entertaining. So I talk to myself a lot. So one day, one day, this this is what I hear. This is what I hear in my head. This is me talking to me. And this is what I hear. hey, uh, is that fence that your ass is sitting on giving you splinters yet? <laughs> is that fence your ass is sitting on giving you splinters yet? And it's like, yeah, this is a question that like I heard in my, whole, in my head one day. And it's because I was, I was really dragging my feet uh, about making a decision. Um, so as you can tell, I always say, not only is my spiritual team wicked funny, um, they also don't let me get away with jack shit. So... It's really easy, right? It's really easy to just try and convince yourself of a particular thing. People do it all the times. People like kind of like to block out any kind of feedback, any kind of incoming information. And I'm not saying you shouldn't. I think it's really important that you first and foremost, above all things, you listen to the interior voice. You listen, you know, when you were a little kid and you were like being too loud and like somebody would say, hey, hey, inside voice. I think it is one of the best things one of the best things that they could say to us in terms of starting to listen, not necessarily use your inside voice. I know how they meant it, but even just that phrase, like, oh, I have an inside voice. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Spiritual team on the job. Uh, that inner teacher, the voice of Holy Spirit or spirit or the inner teacher. Some people call it their intuition, their highest self, their higher knowing, their gut instinct. I don't care what you call it. Okay. So um, My spiritual team is wicked funny and they keep an eye on me and they don't let me get away with jack shit. So they will drop, they will drop some stuff into my head like that. Like, Hey, how's that? uh, How's your ass doing with that fence you're sitting on? You getting any splinters yet? And it's like, Oh man, they caught me. They caught me. So what was happening? Let me explain like why they, why they were talking all fresh to me. Why was my spiritual team being a little fresh? And here's the thing. My teachers by and large, my teachers have been the kind of teachers that speak very directly. Sometimes very simply, sometimes beautifully, sometimes very plainly, but very directly um, uh, loving. I would say, you know, Ashwaran always talks about it, loving but firm. And so I am a product of my own teachers and my own environment, right? I'm a blue-collar kid from, from Lawrence in Boston, Mass. So I speak very directly, uh, what some people might call a straight shooter, right? Um, but I try to be loving because honesty without compassion is brutality um so here's the thing there was this event there was this event that i really wanted to go to I was wicked excited about it. I was excited about like what could happen. I'm like, this is a really cool transform- transformative like opportunity. I was excited about the presenta. I was excited about the venue. I was excited about the possibility of what I could learn because hashtag lifelong learner. Um, and so I was so jazzed. I was so jazzed that I even told my sweetie about it. And then I told my two closest friends about it. And then I even told my furry kids about it. Because, <laughs> you know, I talked to them. I talked to them I'm like, okay, you guys, mummies wicked excited. Uh, there's this thing I'm to go do. What do you think? Like, I just give them an earful, right? I went so far. I was so excited about this thing. I went so far as to write the dates on my calendar. Like I blocked them off. I even like, like blocked them off. And I was like, yeah, like I'm into this thing. Like I, I like wrote it down, but, but I still had not committed to the damn thing. I still had not hit the register now button. I didn't click the call to action button, right? For those of you that aren't entrepreneurs, that's what we call those, buy now, save your seat now, download your PDF now, like those are CTAs, call to action buttons. And so uh, I still had not, I had done a bunch of the other steps and pieces. I was on my way, but I still had not hit the register now button and uh that's when i kind of had that little uh, come to jesus moment <laughs> with myself and i really had to take a, a look at you know why i was hesitating so there's a process right there's a process a little three-step process that i'm going to talk to you about so number one I, i'm sitting there and i'm like okay come to jesus moment what's really going on so i kind of like checked myself Did, was there any fear around this thing was I afraid of having to travel? Was I afraid of having to, like, whatever it could be? And I was like, no, no, I'm actually just, I'm wicked excited. I'm like, was it a money thing? And I was like, well, when, whenever we ask ourselves, can I afford it? The question I actually really like to ask is, um, can you afford not to do it, right? If there's this thing that can really help you, if there's this thing that you've been putting off Right. So a lot of times people will say to me like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can afford it. I'm like, you can't afford not to. You cannot afford not to. You can't keep putting this off. Right. So I was like, no, uh, I can't afford not to do this thing. I need to go do this thing. And I was like, is it time? And I'm like, well, no, (laughs) no. Because I already put the stupid thing on my calendar. I had already blocked it off of my calendar. And I was like, is it about having somebody to watch the kids? And I'm like, no, my sweetie already said he'd hold down the fort while I was gone, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. Once I checked all those boxes about what was going on, I got wicked clear. Like I got super duper clear. And what I realized is that uh, it was just me. (laughs) It was just me and my own thinking. Stinking thinking, they sometimes call it in, in uh, 12-step programs. Um, when I was in Al-Anon, uh, that's where I learned that. And I also learned it from several of my friends who have been in recovery programs. They're like, yeah, the stinking, th- the itty-bitty shitty committee that lives in your brain, that board of directors that are a bunch of bastards, right? <laughs> it was just me. It was me just kind of like getting in my own way. And I was like, uh, like, why are you so mental sometimes? <laughs> I was like, hey, KK, how about you stop being so mental? And the bottom line was, look, it was time for me. Like I had done all the things, right? I had like talked to myself about it. I got things in place. I had booked time on my calendar. I did everything else. The bottom line, it was just time for me to put up or shut up. It it was time for me to legit get some skin in the game. And that's when I heard another familiar voice in my head. So when we were kids, when we were kids, my stepfather, I always say my stepfather well, he was an accidental teacher. He was an accidental teacher. He taught me a lot of things. He taught me, um, he gave me vicariously, vicariously through his uh, very special approach, (laughs) not highly recommended PS for children. However, I will say this, he prepared me uh, in some ways in his own way for, um, the trauma, the tragedy, uh, the tough shit that was about to come. Let me say that I want to, I always want to I always say to people, if you're going to give your parents credit for the shitty things, you also have to be willing to give them credit for what they did well, even if their methodology is questionable. <laughs> so, but my stepfather always used to say to me when I was taking too long to decide on a thing. And I think here's what happens with kids who grow up and uh, I'm learning a lot. I'm doing a certification in trauma work right now on somatic uh, somatic um, therapies and I'm learning so much and I'm fascinated and I just love it. And what I one of the things I'm realizing is that like kids who grow up with a lot of trauma, they don't feel safe, right? They don't trust their environment. They don't necessarily trust the people around them. They don't trust that they are going to survive. We often don't trust ourselves, right? So I used to not trust myself to make good decisions. So... Um, like even the littlest thing, I'm not even kidding, the littlest thing about like what to order off a menu, it would be like, oh my God. Like I, I was like, I don't know what to have. And what if I order the thing and I don't like it? And it was just like, holy shit. And I didn't realize at the time that my brain wiring had been such that I was in like, um, if you haven't listened to the episode yet um, about don't shrink, don't puff up, where I talk about the four F's of trauma, like fear. Fear leads to fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Right, and so my brain had been wired to be like, oh, like to panic, to panic in those situations when just sometimes making a really simple decision. And a lot of times people would say, oh, you're just a Libra. Libras have such a hard time like making choices because you know the Libra uh, in astrology, its its symbol is the scales right? If you, I'm doing like this thing with my hands, like up and down, we're always weighing everything. Uh, So my thing is, is I need to have choices. If I don't have choices, it feels like death to me. If I do not have choices, it feels like death to me. But if I have too many choices, sometimes it can be paralyzing to me. Um, So I'm finally going to make my point. So when I was a kid, if I was taking way too long to make a decision, um, the one thing, one one of the things, I shouldn't say the one thing, but one of the things my stepfather used to say to me was, uh, hey kid, Hey, kids, should I get off the pot? Should I get off the pot? Like, let's go. <laughs> so, oh my God, you can tell why I am the way that I am, right? Uh, such incredible, such incredible uh, influences in my uh, young childhood uh, years. Uh, th- those years when I was very moldable, <laughs> I had an awesome uh, cast of characters that were kind of getting in there. So, here's the thing, you guys the reason why I'm telling you all this is. If you cannot make decisions, if you keep sitting on the, on the fence, getting splinters in your ass, if you do not commit to doing a thing, if you don't make a conscious choice and then do something about it, the universe cannot actually be helpful to you because it's like, you ever try to drive and pump the brakes at the same time? It's like, eh it's like, go stop, go stop, go stop, right? And and your spiritual team is like, what the fuck? Like, how do we help this person? I can't help this person. First of all, they don't know what the fuck they want. They're not clearly communicating to us how we can be helpful, right? And if you're all up in your head and you don't drop down into your heart, if you don't drop down into your body, where I always think of the body as simply a communication device, so if you can't drop down into the body where your desire can be communicated, where you get to decide if this is a full embodied, yes, like, fuck, yeah, like, heck, yeah, KK. Or if it's like, ooh, right? Uh, like, if, if, so I often say, like, when I'm trying to make a decision, I think about, how will I feel if I do this thing? And if it feels expanded, if it feels open, if it feels exciting, and even a little bit nervous, because new things, even if you're wicked excited about it, it can still feel a little like, oh, a little nervous. I don't know. Anticipation. I don't know. But it's still mostly excitement. Other things, I just immediately feel my body like, shut down, contract, like, fuck no. So it's the states of like love and fear. And so if, if we don't get out of our heads where we're just trying to do like the long math of a thing, like sometimes we got to drop into the body and just like sit down, get grounded. For some people, it's like they need to go for a run to clear their mind or they need to do some sort of repetitive movement that becomes meditative for them in order sometimes to make decisions. But if we don't do that, if we don't get clear, how the hell can our divine helpers help us? They can't. Because it's like, it's like going up to like the, the Dunkin' Donuts window or whatever, if you're a coffee drinker, <laughs> where we come from, my people, my people are Dunkin' Donuts people. They don't go for the fancy stuff, right? So uh, I am not a coffee drinker, but I imagine, right, if I went up to them, like back in the day, let's go back into the day, pre-vegan. Uh, one of the first things I would do when I would come home from California, I would get off the plane. This is when my, my former brother-in-law used to pick me up at the airport. This is way back when I was like 21, 22, whatever. And I, oh, not even, I think, yeah, it might've been 23 the first time I could actually afford to fly back home. <laughs> so when I, first time I came home, the first thing he did getting me off the plane is we went to Dunkin' Donuts. My favorite thing to always get, I would always get an OJ because I love orange juice. Um, and then I'd always, back then, remember pre-vegan, I would get milk and a chocolate crulla. Okay. <laughs> so imagine if I just went up to chocolate crulla. Come on, man. They don't even make crullers anymore. It's like, I think the last time I saw it, it was like chocolate glaze. I'm like, dude, come on, bring the crulla back. You know how it is. I don't even eat them anymore, but I still am nostalgic for them. But imagine if I went up to Doug window and I was like, yeah, um, just give me whatever you want. <laughs> They'd be like, what? It's like, yeah, I don't know what I want. They'd be like, lady, we cannot provide you with good service. We cannot even give you a product because we don't know. Like, do you have any allergies? Do you want something hot, something cold? Do you want a crulla? you want a bagel? Like, I don't know. We don't know what to do with you right now, right? So it's kind of like, it's like there are a lot of times with the universe where I often say, you know, please help me, please guide me to the answer that is going to be best for everybody all involved. But there are times when it's just me making a decision for me. And I'll be be like, can you please help me to get clear so I can help you to help me? (laughs) Remember, remember Jerry Maguire screaming, remember Tom Cruise screaming, help me to help you. (laughs) That's what I'm saying right now. You got to help You got to help the spiritual team in helping you. So you have to get clear. You can't be, you can't be pausing and pumping. You can't be like hitting the brakes and jerking back and hitting the brakes. So it's like, what do you want? And then once you get clear, and I'll tell you why. He has one of my favorite quotes. And I first heard this quote, Jesus Christ, I want to say 2000, maybe in three it's a wicked long time ago. The first time I ever heard it was out of the mouth of my friend Kevin Bracy. Kevin Bracey is an incredible speaker, and he is um, he is one of um, Les Brown. If you guys know who Les Brown is, Les Brown's an incredible motivational speaker, and. Um, I met Kevin Bracey when I used to do some work for monster.com. Do you guys remember monster? So I used to go into all these different schools and I would speak to high school students about learning how they learn another way of like helping yourself. Right. Cause once you know how you learn, like if you're an auditory learner versus a verbal learner versus a kinetic learner. Um, It teaches you how to study better, whether you're somebody who needs to hear things to learn or to be reading things and seeing things as you learn, or if you're somebody who needs to get your hands on things and to do it in order to learn. So that was a whole other thing. So when I was at this training, because you had to fly out, they would fly you out to this city um, and then you would have to like audition to become one of their people. Uh, it's a whole long story for another day. But that's where I met Kevin Bracy, And then Kevin Bracey uh, went on to invite me to be a part of a book. And that's how I ended up getting my first, uh, well, one of my first, it's not my first, but one of my first published pieces in a book called Unleash the Greatness Within You. Um, it's because Kevin was putting together um, a book from um, some of the top speakers that he knew or people that he thought were great coaches and leaders and speakers. So anyways, Kevin was such a brilliant speaker. And then one day he just verbatim, like from memory rattled off this quote that I'm about to share with you. And it stopped me in my tracks because I just thought this is powerful shit. So I want to share it with you. And it's a quote from W.H. Murray. And you may have heard this quote before. And I'm literally going to read it right off the page because it's so good. And when somebody says something brilliant, I don't want to paraphrase it and screw it up. Sometimes I do a lot of paraphrasing, but not for this one. Uh, So W.H. Murray was a a great Scottish explorer and mountaineer. And he was also a writer. So listen to what he's talking about. He's talking about commitment and hesitancy. And I'll try to read a little slow because I know I talk wicked fast. He says this. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always ineffectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. That the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. Ooh, let me say that line again. The moment one definitely commits oneself, providence moves too. Mm, That's T-O-O. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events, issues from the decision, meaning making the decision of being committed, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents in meetings and material assistance, which no man could have dreamt would have come his way. I learned a deep respect for one of Goathe's couplets. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Mm, I love this. Once one commits, providence moves too. What he's saying here, people, is once you commit, once you get some skin in the game, once you say heck yes to the membership, to the program, to the coach, to writing the book, to signing up for the thing, like whatever it is. Once you commit, Providence will move too, and all unforeseen help steps forward forward and I always think of my spiritual team like an army of angels right it is like 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 this just this, this, this beautiful like I always talk about like when I step on stage I do not step on there alone right Oprah says the same thing like all the ancestors come forward all the women come forward my mother my helpers everybody comes forward and once I commit to a thing Providence moves to, in my favor, all unforeseen things that I couldn't even imagine, step forward to help me. And I just friggin' love that. Because once you commit, once you get your ass off the fence, magic can happen. And I'm going to do a whole other thing. So uh, I'm actually going to write a post about this sometime this week. Uh, maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode about it. But in case I don't, um, you guys, I do, I send out two newsletters a week. One is about this podcast, but on Sunday nights, it's more like inspirational stories uh, and spiritual storytelling. So if you are not on my email list, I love already, if you can hear the sound of my voice, amen, hallelujah, thank you for being one of my listeners. But I would love to have you Join my email list so I can tell you really fun stories. <laughs> so all you gotta do is go to Karen Kenny K-E-N-N-E-Y dot com slash sign up and you can get on my email list. If you want a little treat for getting on my email list, go same thing, Karen Kenny.com slash freebie, and you'll get a little freebie, a uh, little PDF download that will help you with all this talk of spiritual teams. Go check it out. You'll see what I'm talking about. So Um, so what was I say? Oh yeah. So I'm going to do this whole thing, uh, on called burn your boats. So very quickly, I don't want to give away too much here, but the Vikings used to do this thing. The Vikings were so committed. They were so committed to their cause. They were so committed to taking over whatever piece of land that they were doing, that when they would land on that island or whatever with their boats, they would come across in their boats. They would land on that island and they would burn those suckers. That's how committed they were. Like, we are here. We are in it. We're going to win, right? They're in it to win it. So it's a really powerful thing and and here's the thing so i I just want to say so this week when if you're listening to this right now right like january 2021 um i am opening up the doors to the nest and the doors are open right now but they're only open for a few more days and i only open the doors uh twice a year so this is a big deal this is a big deal i don't mess around i do it twice a year for a lot of different reasons um so if if any of this if you've been thinking about working with me if you've like, uh, like, oh my God, I, w- I wanna, um, you know, I would love to work one-to-one with you, KK, K- but it's not in the budget. It's just not in the cards right now, but you still want, uh, and I always say, look, affordable is different to everybody, but this is one of the most affordable ways to kind of work with me, come into my world, get spiritual support, be a part of a spiritual membership and community. It's amazing. So if you've been like hemming and hawing, if you're like, "Ah, I don't know, should I do it? If you got the wishy-washies, remember, the universe cannot get behind wishy-washy. And this doesn't apply just to the nest. Of course, I'm talking about it because it's something that I love, something that I'm proud of, something that I think will help change us as individuals. Because I always say, before you can change the damn world, you know, you got to change your own damn self. And so the nest helps with, um, personal and spiritual work, uh, week in and week out. It's an incredible way to be accountable, to be incredible community, but I'm not just talking about this episode for the nest in anything in your life, shit or get off the pot kid. Let's make some decisions. Let's do what we gotta do to take some action. So if there's something in your life that you've been putting off, and it could be anything from like getting a mammogram to having the uncomfy conversation, to telling your kid you found that weed in the back of their closet, to discussing about how you're unhappy and your like, whatever it is, you guys, this is the time the universe can help them to help you help it to help you. So we got to stop with the wishy-washies. We got to get some skin in the game. We got to be brave. We got to put on a big girl pants and our big boy pants. And we have to like step into our spiritual and emotional maturity and claim what we want. So, you know, if you say you want a thing, and this all goes back to the assignment is alignment, right? So if what you say you want and what you actually do It's cognitive dissonance, right? If what you're saying does not match what you're doing, your behaviors, your choices, there's going to be suffering. So we can't just talk a talk. We got to have a good walk. You can't just talk the talk. You got to be able to walk the walk. And walking the walk means that we make a choice, we follow through, we get off the fence, we commit, we get some skin in the game so the universe providence can move to, so that you can get the support you need. And look, I would rather, I always say like, there have been some things that I went all in on, and maybe I went a little all in on too soon, trusted some people I shouldn't have, became friends with some people that maybe I shouldn't have, um, did fundraisers for people maybe I shouldn't have, like whatever, like there have been times in my life where I can look back in hindsight, and I, but I still always say this, but my intention, the right intention was there. I was trying to do a good thing. I was trying to be a good friend. I was trying to support something. And maybe I just didn't have enough information yet. Right? So it's not like uh, everything that we commit to is always going to turn out the way that we thought, but we're still probably going to learn some wicked important lessons, aren't we? Uh, I can't tell you how many times, like when I, when I think about like regrets, quote unquote, regrets in my life. I always say like, even though sometimes when I look back on a few things that I've done, um, even though I still might wince a little bit, like, oh man, I was wicked fucking clumsy. Like, oh man, I wish I had done that a little differently. And that sting softens over time. The more compassion that I have for myself when I look back at my mistakes or the times that I made decisions out of fear or the times I was clumsy with my words or whatever it was, Um, that's why I always say like this being human is like being in the fucking forgiveness Olympics (laughs) and I'm going for the gold. I am going for the gold. Um, but the biggest person I often have to, um, forgive is myself and forgive the younger version of myself. Right. And so, like I said, sometimes we go all in and we make a commitment, but I never walk away empty handed. I walk away either with a blessing or a lesson, or I walk away with a deeper understanding of myself or the other people, my brothers and sisters, or a situation. And it gives me an opportunity to kind of go like, oh, so I, I'm not really big into labeling people things other than child of God, but there's certainly behaviors that we can look at and we're like, oh, I went in all in. I always like, I often jokingly say, like, yeah, he's kind of a douche, but man, he is owning it, like he is fully stepping into his douchebaggery like I can appreciate that. Like you ever just see a character like in a TV show or in a movie or in a book and you're like, "Wow, they are fully embodying that role of being an asshole. Like they're doing a they're doing it like a champ." <laughs> right? And I think, "Well, they're committed. At least they're committed, right?" And that's often what happens. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of which, being committed, Next week, um, um, Committed Impulse, my guest, Josh Pice. Oh, my God, you guys, talk about being committed. He's got a whole system. Uh, Josh Pice is this incredible actor. Uh, He's created um, uh, – it was originally his process and his methodology called Committed Impulse, Uh, It was originally created for actors, but it's also for creatives of all kinds. It's for artists and writers and performers and speakers and entrepreneurs. I think it's wicked helpful. He's married to Marie Forleo of B-School. So, of course, his work, you know, is probably wicked helpful to entrepreneurs. Um, But you got to check it out. Like, talk about being committed. And the reason why I'm talking about that is it just, like, tickled my brain. Like, oh, yeah. One of the reasons why Josh is one of my favorite actors um, along with like Chris Cooper and you, you know, you you just know. Like think about Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker. That is a committed actor. And when somebody is that committed and they're that present and they're owning it, like they got major skin in the game, you cannot take your eyes off of them when they're on the screen. And this is something that Josh has. So I hope you watch. I hope you watch or listen to next week's episode, episode 99, Committed Impulse with Actor Josh Pice. That's going to be, that's going to be, it's a good one. I had so much, I'm a little hyper and giddy. I'm just going to admit I'm a little hyper and giddy in that conversation (laughs) because I was so jazzed to be talking to him about creative process. Like it just is one of my favorite things. So you guys, that's what I got for you today. I'm just going to wrap it up. Look, the universe can't get behind wishy-washy. So you got to get clear, right? You got to you got to get really clear about like, hey, am I just getting in my own way here? You got to ask yourself, what the fuck is going on? Am I afraid? Like go through the list of the the things that could be sabotaging you or paralyzing you. Or why you can't move forward or make a decision, like really sit down. It really helps me sometimes to sit down with pen and paper, of course, because hashtag paper nerd, hashtag writer nerd, hashtag book nerd. Like I love, I love to do things old school on paper and pen. So just sit down. For some people, maybe you journal it out. You know, a lot of times as writers, we say, I write to discover what I truly think. So it's a great way to ask yourself, like, okay, what's really getting in the way here? Why can't I commit? Why am I being wishy-washy? What am I afraid of? And then sometimes I'll ask myself, if you haven't listened to that episode, how old are you? right? Go and listen to that because sometimes it's not the adult you that is getting hung up. It's the fear of the childhood. So I often will ask myself, how old are you right now that you're having this response, this reaction? Um, you know, So let's put the adult that you needed when you were a kid in charge of making the decision and help your spiritual team help you. Because we want, we want the universe to be able to get behind you. We want Providence to be able to move too. And so look, if you have been, if you've been, if you're already on my list and you've been getting the emails about the nest and you're trying to make a decision, um, you by the by the time the end of this week is done, you will get so many emails that have broken it all down for you. You can also go to the website and check it out, KarenKenny.com slash nest n-e s t. All of that will be there too. But if you have any questions that are not answered by all the things then, that you get, then just send me a DM, go to the website, use the contact page, ask me directly, um, send me an email. There's a thousand ways to find out, you know, to get your answer, to get your question answered. So don't be afraid to do that. So you guys, if there's something in your life that you have been dreaming of that you really want to do, like bottom line is you got to get you got to get your ass uh, off the fence. Like, should I get off the pot, kid? It's game time. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this. So you guys, I love you so much. Thank you so much for uh, listening. I appreciate you. Um, I love when I hear from you guys about. Uh, what you loved about certain episodes, things that resonated. Remember, the reason why I do this, why I do this podcast, it is a labor of love. It is a way for me, as Tolstoy says, I always talk about this, a way to transfer at A-R-T. at is transferring feeling from one heart to another. And that's what I love to do. So I always say, I hope that something I shared from my hat somehow landed in your heart today too. You know, we are in a wicked, weird world right now. And there's a lot of, fear and a lot of stuff. And this podcast is one of the ways that I get to come into your home, that I get to come into your head, that I get to come into your heart. And hopefully what I'm leaving behind is that uh, warm residue of love. And I always just want to remind you guys, no matter how crazy it looks out there, we are always being held in the soft palm of the beloved, that you are one of God's kids, that if you don't like the word God, I always say, insert your happy word here that you are loved and you are love. And so our only job then, if we are love, our only job is to get better at giving and receiving that love. Our only job is to extend that love. And that's what I'm trying to do here. It's what I'm trying to do in the nest. It's what I'm trying to do in all of my offers and programs and things that I do. Um, It's what I try to do in my writing workshops too. And um, I actually have a writing workshop. I should just tell you these things, right? I have a writing workshop coming up on a Sunday, January 31st, I still have a few spots left. I'm keeping it pretty small on purpose. So if you want to write together, if you have been wanting to use your voice, if you want to, if you have a project or some content or a book or an essay, whatever it is that you've been wanting a story that you want to tell, right? I create a really safe container, a safe and sacred container for that to happen um, where it's not about anybody trying to critique you or sound like the smartest person in the room. This is a wicked safe place to start to practice using your voice and to write and to tell the stories that you were destined to tell. You can also find that on my website on the work with me page. uh, And I think it's also on the events page. So excuse me, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I love you, I appreciate you, I'm grateful for you, I celebrate you. Uh, Wherever you go, may you leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite part was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenney.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.